there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. When we first started hearing about this new coronavirus, we were told to be on the lookout for a few specific symptoms. Coughing, fever, shortness of breath. But as the virus crept around the world, people started reporting these really weird symptoms, like losing their sense of taste and smell. And at first it was just in the headlines, but eventually it made its way onto the CDC's official list of COVID symptoms. So how does a virus that's supposed to attack your lungs make you lose your ability to smell? To find out what could be going on here, we called up this virologist. Yes, I am Professor Anne Sheehy. Anne is a professor of virology and immunology at the College of the Holy Cross in Massachusetts. And so to find out what this virus is doing once it gets into our body, we're going to hop onto the magic school bus. By the way, I'm a big fan of magic school bus myself. Perfect. So let's shrink down and become a little coronavirus. Whoa! Let's say someone's taken a sniff and you've been pulled up into their nose. Hmm, it's dark in here. And we have a mission. We need to get inside cells, but they're locked. So to open some of these cells, we've got a special tool. It's these little spikes all over our body. And you can think of them like a key. If I'm little coronavirus, what I'm doing is I'm kind of reaching around with my key in my hand, but it's actually not going to fit well enough into just any protein. As a little coronavirus, we can only get into cells which have the right lock. It's a protein. And its name? It's going to have to be ACE2. ACE2. This protein is stuck all over the surface of some cells, and we've talked about it before on the show. Because very early on, scientists figured out that this coronavirus, it uses ACE2 to crack into cells. And so, once we bust in, we cause a lot of trouble. Once a cell gets infected, it's done. All right, let's leave the magic school bus. So once the virus is inside a cell, it can start replicating and it triggers this process which can kill cells. So this all means that if a cell has an ACE2 receptor, then chances are this virus can infect it. And one of the places that you can find ACE2 is up your nose. There's a particular spot way up there where there are cells with tons of the ACE2 receptor. And one idea out there is that this can explain one of these weird symptoms that we've been hearing about, people losing their sense of smell. And if you get a lot of cell death, then you would lose your sense of smell temporarily. It makes sense, right? And this idea that people could lose their sense of smell after being infected with the coronavirus, it really started making headlines back in March when doctors were seeing it in some of their patients. But they didn't know how common it was. And one of the tools that helped them work this out was invented by Thomas Hummel, a professor who runs the Smell and Taste Clinic at the Technical University of Dresden in Germany. He spoke with our producer, Meryl Horn. What's your favourite smell? 
my favorite smell? That's a good question. Lily of the Valley. And I I love them. So, But I, I adore every smell. So. <laughs> For Thomas's test, he uses real high-tech equipment. Actually, you have pens. Pens? Hmm. Oh, like a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, like a felt tip pen. So we open the cap and then you present the odor and then you cap it again. The pens are called sniffing sticks. And to get the smell into the pen, researchers actually take this thing that's basically a tampon and soak it in a liquid with a distinctive scent. They then put those soaked tampons inside the pen. It's very elegant because like a pen, it doesn't leak. You know, the odor is sort of, sort of sealed there. And here's what Thomas will do with those pens once he's ready to test someone. He'll pull one out with a distinctive smell. Let's use pineapple. And then it's all people say, oh, I know this. And then you give them a list where it says, this is grass, fish, bread, pineapple. So it's very easy. And uh, most people can do this then. And if they can't, then you know they're in trouble. Yeah. If someone's sense of smell is impaired... They can't figure out whether they're, say, smelling pineapple or fish. When researchers in Germany used this test on coronavirus patients in their hospital, they found that a lot of them had trouble acing it. 80% had some sort of problem with their smell. And this is backed up by similar studies. And the CDC? It knows this. They now list temporary loss of smell as one of the most common symptoms of the coronavirus. So that's what's going on with smell. But this protein, ACE2, it can explain a lot of other symptoms too. And that's because ACE2, it's not just found in cells in the nose. It's actually found all over our body. Yeah. Here's Professor Anshihi again. So the ACE2 receptor, it's in lung, it's in heart, kidney, cells of the blood vessels, it's liver, it's in the GI tract. The GI tract. Studies have shown that your gut is full of cells with ACE2. If the virus gets into your gut, it kills cells there. Those cells would slough off. Um, that would turn up as blood, right? So bloody diarrhea as it washed through the system. ACE2 can also explain some of the stuff we've been hearing around blood. Coronavirus patients can get strokes and blood clots. And ACE2, it's found in our blood vessels. And so scientists think that the virus might be attacking our veins and arteries, kicking off this crappy cascade where a bunch of proteins and cells clog up our blood vessels. Now you have red blood cells that cannot traffic through, right? So they're blocked. And so then they start to clump together, right? They're like little bits of lint that start to collect with one another and aggregate um, and cause mini clots. So ACE2? It's giving this virus a foothold into lots of different parts of the body, which goes a long way to explaining some of the weird symptoms we've been seeing. But the thing is, even though you can find ACE2 all through the body, it's not like the coronavirus is ravaging every organ in every infected person. And that could be because for the virus to infect cells, say in your gut, it actually has to get there. And while it's pretty easy for a little coronavirus to get hoofed up someone's nose, it's harder to find its way into the intestine. Which could be why diarrhea isn't turning up all the time. One review paper found it happened in roughly 10% of cases. So, that's the ACE theory. Can this ACE theory explain all the symptoms that people have? No. No, I don't think ACE is the end of the story. 
What is the end of the story? What else could be going on here? You can find out in our full episode over at Science Versus. And we look into other weird symptoms popping up. To listen, just search for Science VS in Spotify and then follow the links to our episode, Coronavirus, Weirdest Virus Ever. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. I'll fact you next time.